It's the Signs of Wine podcast. I'm not drunk. You sure? With your host, Jordan Tucker. I'm tired of everyone calling me. And we're back with the Signs of Y podcast, and we're on video, which is cool. This is great. Uh, we're here with Corey Adams. Say hey, what's up, Corey. Hello. How are you doing? Exquisite. Exquisite. And we're here with Julio Brody, uh, Stellar Fights, Light Heavyweight Interim Champ, and what's the other one? Not Interim. What day was it? Interim? I thought, I don't know what, I don't know. Interim. I just read, I thought what they had on the WK website. WK Nationals and Light Heavyweight. I guess Interim Champ. It might be Interim. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, you heard it from the man first. That's that's what he is. <laughs> two belts, two times. Yeah, yeah. Two belts, two times. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I do want to start with one question. So, like, obviously, this is a different type of combat sport that you're partaking in. Yeah. For me, like, I wrestled for four years. So, like, I just knew the discipline, like, with making weight, like, doing certain things, like, yeah. just any sort of contact. Um, I feel like the hardest part was, staying, for me personally, was that third period like making sure you're conditioned for like the full fight right yeah. like there was small mental things that went into it and it wasn't even really the wins or losses it was the preparation like yeah. like i said getting in shape for that like before the season after you've had time off or anything else like what is one thing for you personally that you find as a challenge but you also appreciate um i guess the the prep the, the preparation always gonna be like you say that, that'd be the that'd be the hump that like that make that separate good from great, you know what I mean? Mm. Stuff like that. So I always try to attack the preparation like crazy hard. And plus my team, that's the culture with them too. And I think the easiest way to attack it hard though, right? So the way I just made that little hump easy was by always staying in shape anyway. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Try not to take time off. Like even this fight, my hand messed up, my right hand messed up, but I still been training in the morning. I still been doing like little resistance band training. So I'm not missing out on lifting. So and I, I wasn't gonna take off more than a week, you know what I mean? Mm. So I like to really stay in shape. I, Cause I, I mean, it's not that I couldn't climb back, but you know how how bad it suck climbing back when you don't have to, you know what I mean? Bro, it'd be something like a little bit closer. Yeah, yeah it'd be something as simple as like for like for example, when it was a high school wrestling, we'd have winter break. Yeah. Literally a week off is like okay, you're gonna have a little bit of like rust that first day. Like it's so crazy that like I. You got to attack that shit every day. Like, obviously, yeah. I mean, like, I played three sports. So that's how I stayed in shape because I was like, that summertime, like, suck. We did summertime workouts. This is like, but literally a week off and you're back to, like, rolling with somebody. You're yeah. like, am I really already, like, down a little bit? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, it's like everything that you work for, it, it does go fast yeah, if you don't know. maintain it. Uh, yeah, it's, I feel like it's like, uh, if you guys ever play, like, Mortal Kombat, it's like uh, King of the Hill almost. It's literally like King of the Hill. It's <laughs> like. Who can stay on the top the longest before, oh, yeah, you know, the empire falls? Mm-hmm. You got to keep everything so sharp. And it's not like, you know, it's not like, you know, you ride a bike. You know how to ride a bike forever. It's like, you can't forget how to throw a jab. But if you don't stay on training your jab, your jab could become slower. It could become, like, less powerful. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's it's always, like, it's a chase. It's a chase of just keeping my tools sharp, man. You feel what I'm saying? And in life, too, I feel like that could, like, the everything, the everyday things you do that become mundane, if you don't, like, keep sharpening your skills in everyday life, like, at, at a regular job, eventually you just become, like, kind of going with the wind almost. Yeah. 100%. Instead of uh, being precise and sharp. Yeah. Which is a very big point. I wanted to um, say, too, like, 
What so going into the fight, like I mean, it's a championship bout. Is this your first championship bout or second? My my first one. Your first one. Yeah. So what's the like difference in like uh, intensity for training? Is it is there a difference in intensity or is you take it the same or? Yeah, the pre- the preparation is, is is different between all fights. So like you know y'all watch like UFC or Absolutely. something like that. Mm-hmm. So like when you see a guy fighting a three round fight, he prepared different from when he fight in a five round fight. Or yeah. even when you see. A five-round main event fight and a five-round championship fight, they prepared different, right? Right. Um, I was blessed because this summer I had spent my whole summer down Camp Springs mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Team Lloyd Irvin training with them and stuff. So they uh, take me in like family. I was helping Tefan and Chukwe with a camp, and they that's just pro training. So he's doing he's preparing for a three five-minute-round fight, which is just, which is the same though as basically preparing for. A five three minute round fight, which which I had, so mm-hmm. it's both fifteen minutes. You know what I mean? So fifteen, sorry, fifteen minutes of fighting too is a lot of like time. A lot of people don't, lot yeah. Of yeah, like you think <laughs> you, people don't realize that until like you're in a street fight for fifteen minutes and then you're like, just yeah, get yeah. off me, dude. I don't even care anymore. That's why you see at the end of videos, people be sitting there just like. They start. Yeah. They start just lunging at, at each other. Each other. <laughs> like yeah, like they're they're not gonna keep boxing, bro. They're, they're done shooting it. They're done. You can tell they're done shooting it. <laughs> but one thing about that team is though, um, one they just world class and everything. You know what I mean? They got elite striking coach, uh, world class striking coach Dorian Price. Uh, Master Lloyd is the best jujitsu teacher in the world. You feel what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like they got that part. Where was this at again? This is in Camp Springs, Maryland. This is like mm-hmm. you can look it up uh, whenever y'all get a chance. You y'all see some of the like aglies they got. I seen you post a picture of it. The facility looked mm-hmm. pretty dope. Yeah, and then um, I was down there, and 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 one thing they take extremely serious too is the conditioning. Like mm-hmm. that's you going into a fight and you part of their team, you have to be conditioned. You know what I mean? Or you're not fighting. <laughs> so the conditioning was. Yeah, was you're not finna embarrass us. And they took <laughs> <laughs> the last week I, had, I went down Vegas with them too. Uh-huh. And that was like a crazy experience too. Yeah, I went down Vegas, bro. I was insane to go like to like the mecca of fighting. Oh yeah, shit mm-hmm. was insane. Getting a like, seeing the MGM Caesar's Palace, all that. Yeah, full access to the UFC PI, full access to the um everything training facilities. You know what I mean? I, it was just crazy, man. Meeting people down there, it's insane. It's like, it's crazy what happens when people start to believe in you as much as you believe in yourself too. Yeah, and the, 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 the I think it was a little backwards for me. I think. Because of how humble I I, I perceive myself and how humble I want to be perceived as, mm-hmm. I always I put the work in. But me being like new to the sport, essentially I am right. Mm-hmm. I always humble myself. Like, am I am I where I'm supposed to be? But when these coaches is telling me like, listen, you're ahead of where a lot of other people at. Like, you was ahead mm-hmm. of the game. Especially where you're at. Myself. Yeah, they're like, listen, here's where you are. Here's where you're thinking you are, but really you're already starting to step ahead just yeah. with like the natural ability, the talent. Yeah. Now I, if we can cultivate that, listen, yeah. half of the half of the camp was my the uh, master lawyer telling me that like you got to believe in yourself. Like, and it's not that I I never lacked belief in myself. Mm, if right. I get in front of a man, I believe I'm a tam apart. You mm. know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's just me being honest. But when he telling me that too, like just like somebody that's been there. Yeah, he's been there, and he's not gonna sugarcoat nothing. Like if yeah, you that's suck, like I'm tell you, you suck. What's his name? That's like a uh, master splinter telling you some shit. Like yeah. you gotta listen at that point, yeah, bro. Like, like I said, that's why I came to a realization. Like yeah, bro, I'm not questioning nothing I got going on ever again. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that was a real good realization. Well, I was about to say too. So it, from what it seems like is like, and I, I mean I can only tell from afar. You know what I mean? This is just assumptions, but it seems like you kind of like are on like a like 
expedited almost. You know what I mean? Like you're going yeah. fast or like you're yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. Like not not that like you're hitting the full weight, but you're like you're 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 riding the surfboard at full force at nah, this point. Yeah, you're not you're not lying. And and your cross track is just yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, and I almost wanted to be seen like that too. To be honest with you, because you know. With the age of social media, somebody go in the gym, they train, and they post an every second of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I purposely not do that. In fact, I purposely look make it look like I'm not doing nothing in life. Yeah. But the last four years, that's what I've been doing. Just let, them, just let them like speculate. Yeah, bro, let, let the people speculate. You yeah. want to see the future first. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're already working like, it. Then they come out of nowhere, and they're like, yo, where the fuck did this come from? Well, he just mm-hmm. decided to walk and pick up some gloves, you know? I've been training, <laughs> busting my ass for a long right. time. You know yeah. what I mean? And most people that have like, become a fighter, it's like they've... It, I always, I have the idea that it's like, because they always say, oh, somebody is like, quote unquote, a punk or like less until they're backed into a corner, right? Yeah. Like, I think that that fighting gene is developed. Like, I think that when somebody's pushed further enough, right? Mm-hmm. But that spirit's kind of always there. Like, yeah. if you're if you're a fighter now and you're making it because you've probably always been either a fighter physically, mentally, like you've been battling, dealing with battles, like, you know what I mean? Like, right. There's a, it's just a different spirit. Like, so like yeah. you carry that as well. Like, you're keeping it humble down low, like it's smart. Now, not to give away any trade secrets, but what is your favorite move to hit? Period. Your just favorite, like it could be a punch, it could be a kick, it could be a spin. Like, See, that get broken down into two questions then, okay. because you got the move that I do the most, mm-hmm. right? okay. which I mean, I guess you could consider that my favorite, like because mm-hmm. I do it the most. And then you got like how you say my favorite, like the lane, like yeah. when I do it, I'm like hell yeah. So which one? You want both of them? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. The one I do the most is a jab, because it's just simple. It's it's a it, it's such that's a, like your bread and butter my breast yeah and it got it should be it should be everybody yeah. bread and butter but nobody want to stick to the basics no more you know what i mean yeah <laughs> like everybody, everybody wants to be spectacular everybody want to do spinning shit you feel what i'm saying mm-hmm. all that bullshit which i mean i got some spinning shit in my arsenal but like i say i like the bread the, the bread and butter of it some people yeah, like if the layup's right there take the fucking layup take the layup take the two hands like yeah. it's easy but the punch that i love to land the most is like a lead body hook like okay. <laughs> landing that bro you feel the energy come out like you know what i mean you feel that wind just like, <laughs> feel it, like uh, it just melt you feel what i'm saying like, yeah. spirit of spirit break you're yeah. like bro. So that, was, that was me with the uh, like when i wrestled bro it was always doing the fucking body slam bro like because we couldn't suplex yeah but so i, I get it because like you said like my favorite what i do the most literally my favorite was the slam bro you get somebody in a double and they wrap them i would stand boom yeah. get them and then, pow, just drop them. Yeah. The second one was when I could get it half in. So, like, I would do a standing, like, because from neutral, bro, yeah. it, was, it was literally the um, a Japanese wizard or a hip toss, bro. Like, when I can get that throw in from the, the yeah. overhook and the underhook, because, like, somebody is set up, and I would let them get in. They would think they have the bear hug. Yeah. And then I would just slip one side and have him, bang, just kick mm-hmm. their leg out. Oh, I love that, bro. Yeah. Just, like, that transplant. Yeah. Like, I know exactly what you mean. Like, obviously, like my most of my experience is grappling, not striking, but... Yeah. Dude, like that shit right there, just vicious. I like hip tosses too. A good old hip toss, definitely from like a strong wizard where they think uh-huh. they got you, or they got like a body lock, and I got that wizard where they let me get that back on. Mm-hmm. I just come step over, nice little hip toss. Yes, like take yes. that movie. I love that. Shit. It's the momentum moves are so easy because people think like one second you have them and they're like, oh shit, I'm off my feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, so like for people that also don't know, like I've been doing a lot of mansplaining today, but a wizard is basically when it's a they were like a a mixed martial artist combatant like they a person like from the past but essentially it's when you're either in a neutral position or either even on the ground you get an arm and an overhook 
or and you hold that in an underhook. So like and you hold that to basically get advantage or position in that. So for example, if Jordan was trying to take me down and I get underneath of him here, boom, I could throw that. It's just a different type of wizard. There's that so many ways to do it. So many ways to do it. But yeah, there's different ways to do it. So that's what Julia is basically talking about. You get that wizard and if somebody's locked in on your body, a lot of times people's momentum will push away from them or they'll walk into it too fast and you can just kind of clip them and it'll just send their whole entire like weight the opposite direction. Vicious. Yeah. Vicious. Vicious. Um, so the the UFC tra- training places that you've been in, like yeah. I, I'm assuming you, there was the Las Vegas one too. Like, like not to say that what like what is the difference, but like what makes a UF like UFC gym? Like what like take us through it. Like <laughs> how was pro, it? Like a pro gym and a UFC gym, or oh, I, see, I see what you're saying. All right, so boom, the UFC PI right, like down in Vegas. That's like state of the art. That's how you know it's gonna get good. He said, "All right, so boom." Stick <laughs> <laughs> out. Got you. State of the art. That's like state of the art training facility. They got everything. Like you go in, they got like magnetic doors and shit. You know when the people places okay. got magnetic doors, they, it's, it's official. the real deal. You yeah. know what I'm saying? University. Yeah. Like big universities. It's gated. You gotta be like certain personnel to get in. Like you even mm. gotta be in the UFC or you gotta have a meeting to get in. Right. Scanning right. card, all that. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, you walk in, it's like. You know, I'm about to relive it a little bit. So you walk you in go. to the left. It's like um, a counter with somebody always behind there. And they got a bunch of nutrition stuff in the refrigerator. You can take whatever you want. Nice. Then you walk to the right. It's like locker rooms and shit like that. A sauna. I did a cold plunge. If y'all want to see that, it's actually a funny video. Absolutely. I, yeah. um, I did. They got like state-of-the-art sauna. Shit burning like 200 degrees. Thing. <laughs> like nobody turns it up that high though. Right. Like when I was in there, it was like 180. Yeah, yeah. That shit was horrible. Melt yourself. Yeah, it was um hot like this crazy hot tub, the fucking cold plunge. That shit was horrible. Do they have those like um sorry? Do they have those uh, like a uh, water massage beds i've seen those before yeah Uh, they might have they did have like a whirlpool though where it was like it was a small pool but Uh they could turn it on and it make you swim against waves oh shit they had like the um the uh cryo chambers oh that's all the recovery chamber Mm -hmm. then you go upstairs my boy ab lost his toes doing that (laughs) for real (laughs) well antonio like when he was with the raiders um he went into a cryo chamber and then he got frostbite on his foot and like that was part of like and Apparently, it's like a quote-unquote thing. Like, they don't know if he actually, like, fucked himself up oh, or he shit. was just trying to get off the team. Oh, all right. But apparently, he had frostbite. Oh, all right. But um, upstairs, they got, like, two full-size. They got the full-size UFC rings. Like, they got everything. Nice. If you're, if you're a guy training MMA, you go on that gym. It's nothing that you're missing. You feel what I'm saying? They got a mm-hmm. whole workout, like, yeah. weights and shit. <laughs> you, you'd be like... Oh shit! They're missing this, and then they just, like someone comes up right behind you, like For reaches real. around you and just has it. You're I didn't like, even know they had a ca- they got a full cafeteria too. I didn't even go to the like cafeteria. people were like staffed and yeah. shit. Yeah, and then they got fucking like little refrigerators everywhere. With I bet you their food them. is like probably That's real shit. healthy yeah. and good too. Like you're not eating like yeah, some high carb or like some crazy. They stuff. Had so prime and a bunch of refrigerators. Like I took hella prime. Like I really took like probably thirty bottles. <laughs> <laughs> you're like For this is snack. Yeah. Nah. So like um another thing too uh. Cause like I've seen Shogun fights, but like I've obviously like never been in the ring. Like I've just been like basically yeah. courtside, you could say. Yeah. Um, but uh, or ringside, even though it's not a ring, it's oct- octagon. Yeah. But whatever. Um, how big is it on the inside? Like, do you feel like it's very spacious? Like, is there a lot of room? Um, I guess like in terms of your experience, like even fighting, like have you ever been in a situation where like you're up against the cage? Like, how does that factor in too? That's a good ass question, and that that was a good ass question, bro. So, 
The reason why it's a good question because the first ring I ever fought in was pretty good, like pretty like they all different sizes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I didn't know that until you get to, even in the UFC they got two different size rings. Okay. Yeah, they got yeah, big. I never knew that. The the smaller one is bigger than all of all the ones I've been in though. But okay, the the first one I've been in was a good size. The second one I've been in was pretty huge. You feel what I'm saying? This one I've been in was like small and it changed my whole game plan. It mm-hmm. was pretty small. So I told my coaches, because I like to like use my footwork. And make you like people, space, yeah. Yeah, I like to make people yeah. miss, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when I seen how the size small the cage was, I told my I look back, I told my coach, I say, yeah, I'm not taking a step back. Like I'm about to make him fight. You feel what I'm saying? I'm gonna put his back against this wall. Because mm-hmm. it ain't nowhere to go. You know what I yeah. mean? So it changed my whole uh game plan, so to say. Like I could have still been moving around and Right, like, because obviously you have some space to, like, be fluid, be limber, but, like, yeah. you're, like, is it, like, is nimble going to be the best approach here? It's just, it's, like, if if I know developing fighting off the back foot is not an easy task, mm-hmm. so the fact that I got it and I know how to fight off both the back and the front foot, I know that he probably never developed fighting off the back foot, you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if I could put him in an uncomfortable situation, then I could get a first-round finish, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, shit like that. Sorry. And but like when you put like you're putting pressure on him, and I noticed because I seen the was it the highlight? Yeah. Um, yeah, we I seen the highlight and it looked like you were getting into like a flow, like you were going in a like what you like time eight combo, <laughs> like yeah. you were in a you, you were on a full combo. So did you feel like you were starting to get like in flow like really quick that fight? Yeah, it's a it's like about it, bro. It's a it's a weird thing, bro. Cause like under any other circumstance, like any other thing I do, mm. it's always been extreme strategy. Like I'm constantly thinking. Right. Fighting is like that. Mm. I'm not gonna say fighting not about the thinking part, cause it 100% is, but it's also about feeling. Like For, instinct? Yeah, like okay. feeling specifically, maybe that's a thing specific to me or certain people, Right. but I could feel what's going on. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. So like I felt this rhythm, I could feel what's happening. I could, And I'm also thinking while I'm feeling, but a lot of that is feeling. And then once I can see like the right signs, then it's like, all right, I get in that flow where you see mm. like a finishing sequence. You know the only time I experienced that personally, like, and like I said, like I wrestled, like even then, like that's, that's hard to develop. Like there was yeah. times where I felt that, yeah. but it's like, the only time I experienced that, bro, was when I was lined up playing football, bro. Like I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna see how they're attacking me. Oh, they reached their hand out. I can pull it, boom, I can yeah. think. Like getting around the block was like, it was pure flow to me. But like yeah. when they told me to think, I'd be like, now I gotta do this guy's job. That like, so yeah. when is that point where it's like, after like is it like after the first punch like when did and it's not abandoning your game plan because when you prep that game yeah. plan is gonna be in the back of your head but when is it when that voice in your head shuts off like, and it becomes you? like all right now like i've prepped so much here is the here is the fight like what is that when does that occur for you for me it was after the first tackle i needed somebody to hit before right. like yeah like i would like i don't go into it with just that like because my brain is still thinking so like for me like literally i like I need to bust somebody's head first before I like actually like before like my or brain's like hit. goes into sur- yeah okay. or get hit before I go into survival mode and when I'm in survival mode I'm actually sense. better in a sense. The um probably, to be honest probably the walkout like the walkout my walk it'd be so I make sure I pick something with like hella beast something I really like uh-huh. yeah you feel what I'm saying that's like the walk and then that you can feel yeah and I I don't be having like fight nerves you feel what I'm saying and it mm-hmm. make me nervous that I don't have them so. Yeah, you're when like, I why go, am I so calm? Yeah, why am I? The dude, the doctor taking my um, pulse, he was like, yep. He said, he said, just know, I can tell when people are nervous and when they're not. He said, you're not nervous at all, huh? <laughs> like, nah. But, um, yeah. The, the like, am I supposed to feel that. something? <laughs> yeah. I get in there and really be on some not, like, I be on some, like, yeah, this this going to play out how it's going to play out. Like, I know what's really happening, though. Like, I know mm. I'm winning. But let me feel, you feel I'm, I try not to have expectations. Oh, you see what I'm saying? I see what you mean. Yeah. So you, you're setting your expectations that whatever's going to happen is going to happen. As, as far as like, because I, for losing that option, right? But as far as how I'm going to win, mm. like, I, 
the sport is so dynamic where it's not like knockout or decision. It could be, it could lose. I could, it, the win could happen in so many different ways. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? that is true. So I get what you say. You're not, you're not going in there and be like, all right, I'm gonna start off with a spinning back kick and yeah. they're gonna counter with like a jab or like if they catch it, then I'm gonna like those things play yeah. in your head. But you're like, yeah. that's just situational wrestling or yeah. fighting or now, like. That can happen depending on, like, say if I get a bunch of tape on the guy and he's showing me, or mm. he's showing my team, my coaches in them, right? He's showing them a habit where they say, yeah, let's open up with this because right. we know this makes him yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, you can choreograph the first move, yeah, of course. you can do that. We can do that then, but as far as, like... Third round. Well, he yeah, responds like, yeah. How he reacts yeah. To moves. It was so. hard to kind of find tape on the guy, so it was like, I just got going with, with without expectations almost. And, and then, to, to be honest, I had expectations, so on tape, the one tape we, like, the few tapes mm-hmm. we had, he threw all his punches straight. Mm-hmm. He actually threw, like, an overhand, like, a scary overhand this fight, and it, like... Hey, with the Chuck Adele? Yeah, he, talk, he just... <laughs> he Ice Waddell. Right? And it, like, you feel me? I, like, Ice moved Waddell. with it a little bit, but I'm, like, Shit, I was ready to block a straight punch, though. You feel what I'm saying? So I was, like, that's Caught why you I off try, guard. That's why I try not to have the expectation, because now, imagine if I'm just thinking, like, oh, yeah, he's only throwing straight punches. I could have got caught by that punch. You could have, yeah. You know what I mean? So Damn. I try to kill expectation, unless... We see something on tape, and he just got. Unless bad there's a, a absolute like exploitation you can take. Yeah, yeah, absolute. So I was gonna ask you that too. Like when it comes to preparing for a fight or preparing for an opponent, like you kind of already got ahead of it, which is awesome. No expectations. I understand that because it's basically everybody has a plan until they get hit or they hit something. Mm-hmm. And like, with that being said, for you, when it comes to okay, how are you studying your opponents? Like how how are you prepping? Like are you like you know what, I want to work on my jujitsu or like my um muay thai this round like what and also i guess what fighting styles are you most comfortable with like like, are you like because i know you're going to take a little bit from everything that's going to be the sport like there's nothing you're going to do in this sport that you're not going to touch yeah unless like they're like dude you're just not physically able to do that but like for you i guess it's a double-edged question how are you how are you prepping like going into that like looking for it and also what fighting styles have you taken to the most that you like for the most part our matchups has been so like because of how amateur it is and it's hard to get tape on guys, it been so anything can happen type. So we've been preparing for everything. Mm-hmm. So that as far you as kind of pre- have to hit all your marks. Yeah, prep as far as preparation, that's what I'm doing. Okay. We hitting everything, hitting boom, making sure we the wrestling, the the grappling, taking to every yeah, every single uh, study. Yeah, this camp specific, I've been learning elbows and knees, but we couldn't learn to use them in this fight. But mm-hmm. for my next fight, y'all gonna see that. But and then as far as the so the elbow and knee, like, was it? For, was that illegal for this for, fight? For the Delaware, yeah. Delaware. Okay, so, yeah, okay, the state fair rounds. And stuff, yeah. Okay, see but, that's something I didn't know. Yeah, like so, I know in certain things, like obviously they're like if somebody the opponents though, on the ground. Oh, that, yeah, that's what head. to say. Like yeah. if somebody's on the ground, I know you can't like elbow them or something, which is yeah. or like back of the head, like you can't like do certain, you can't club in certain situations. Yeah. But there's well. different rules to a lot of different, different committees. Yeah. yeah, but as far as the the skill set that I'm most comfortable with, now listen, everybody say this, everybody say this, they like to say. Oh yeah, I, I can do everything, but I legit mean it. Now, I haven't. Nobody has made me show it more than what I can do, though. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Like, well, that's what I was gonna say too. Is it's like with this, like that's why I said I feel like you're being like, uh, I don't know if expedite is the right word, but like you're on it. Yeah, yeah, you're being fast tracked. That's the perfect word. You're yeah. being fast tracked into like I feel like you're in a flow state right now. Like your test will come to where you have to show a little bit more or something yeah. else. And not yeah. to say that the opponent, but you're just, I feel like, on a, like, a different level right now. I mean, the fight ended very early. Not to say that it's less of him, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're you're hitting a wave right now where I feel like you're being fast-tracked. And that's a really good spot to be in. The first guy I fought was, so, was such a, like, uh, a unicorn. Like, he was actually, like, one of those guys where 
he probably would have gave anybody else problems. He was six seven, mm-hmm. light heavyweight, athletic, move good, pretty strong, fast. You know what I mean? Right. And once I all seen, the traits, yeah, he got everything that everybody afraid of. Right. Once I seen how easy I dispatched to him, it was almost like not no kite. I won't never let nothing get to my head. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'm gonna do everybody like this. Right. I know that. Mm-hmm. I I know that I got everybody's a necessary threat. But a confidence that. in yourself. Yeah, but it did give me confidence. You know what right. I mean? Like. Cause I, he was a problem. Like they was recording him before the fight. Like this was supposed to be his his showcase, oh. and they thought that I was gonna be like a. You were Appalachian State. Yeah, and he was like thought, Alabama. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> that's that's how he looked at. They were trying to lead you to the slaughter, and then yeah. you came out with razor blades. Yeah, listen, they, it was bad. Underneath the wolves, it was bad. <laughs> but once that happened, it's like yeah, it, it was almost like I, I I really believe in everything I'm doing. Mm. Like you know what I mean? Even mm. that. It, it gave me that sense of belief, like, yeah, this shit is crazy that I'm so good at it. And I'm pointing on that flow state thing, like how you said, you ain't never really get it with wrestling, but you used to get it with football. Like, I mean, well, I had it with wrestling, but I mean, like, in terms of, like... It wasn't as common as it was with football with you? I did, but it's like, I did football for so long. No, the difference with wrestling was is that, like, it was so much more calculated because it was individual. Like, football was very yeah. calculated. Like, I had 11 people around me and 11 people coming to, like, take yeah. your head off to, like, block you, right? But, like, yeah. when it was wrestling, it's like, it's me and you on this mat, right? Yeah. I'm going to get to that flow state, but it's like... I would get, I would get, I would get like naturally nervous. Like I wouldn't even be worried about my opponent. I would be like, how am I going to perform? Like yeah. what, what, like, okay, here are my weaknesses. Boom. But like, I would get it, but I'm saying like, it just took a little bit longer to kick in. You feel like I would, you overthinked a little bit? Of course. Yeah. Like, I felt like that with I'm, basketball. I had, I had a little bit of overthinking cause it's yeah. like, I cared about it and I was like, all right, I don't want to embarrass myself. So it's like, but it just took a second. Like I would have to get through. I'd probably say like after like the first like 10 seconds of wrestling or like, I'm putting a compromised position. Yeah. Once the worst thing can happen to me, like if they take me off my feet or anything, yeah. that's when all that shit went out the window. And I was like, then I started wrestling and flow. Cause I'm like, nah, now it's just time to survive. Like yeah. stop thinking about like overhead. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm saying it just, it, it would take a second versus football would be like, as soon as I felt that first contact, I'm like, all right, it's just time to rock. Like first yeah. I just need to be like, I just need to be hit sometimes. Like I need to yeah. be angry for me. Anger is like very, I can, I've learned how to take my anger and like use it in a constructive way. Yeah. Like, my coach was always like, calm down, calm down. But like when I noticed I was pissed off, I did so much better because I didn't have time to overthink. Yeah. I needed to be pissed off actually. Yeah. So like I would piss myself off and I'd be like, all right, now we good. Let's go. Let's, yeah. let's roll. But like when they'd be like, no, calm down, do this, do that. And like I would listen to, when I let other influences in, that's when I would lose my flow because I yeah. was worried too much about like what other people were telling me to do. Mm-hmm. Like that's what all the preparations for. But like once I get out here, I can't, you can't wrestle for me. Nah, you know what I mean? You can't, yeah. you can't, um, you can't tackle this guy for me. Like, so like, the noise needed to be shut up. So either something pissing me off or I would actually, I would take a nap and before right. my shit, yes, I needed, I needed to be a hundred percent, like just tranquil. Like yeah. I would dead ass take a nap and they'd be like, wake up. And I'd be like, oh, put on my helmet to go out in the field. Yeah. They'd catch me in the locker room, dead ass sleep. <laughs> and sometimes I feel like you need to have, um, you can have flow state in any type of place in life. Like, I mean, I know we're talking about sports right now and that's the yeah. main theme. However, like, I feel like I got flow state at work, but, like, it takes me breaking a sweat. Like, if I was ever doing manual labor, yeah. I hate doing manual labor. And it takes me breaking a sweat and being, like, I fucking hate sweating in order to start, you know what I mean, yeah. going nuts and, like, doing what I got to do and get my shit done. Even the same thing with, like, any yeah, of this. Cool. Yeah, it just makes me, like, well, like you said, anger, definitely frustration plays a part in it. And you're just like, I just want to get it done. But getting up and just doing it is the, the biggest portion a lot, yeah. a lot of the time. Getting up and That's just doing it. That's always the worst part, getting up. Yeah. <laughs> doing the shit. Yeah, doing the shit's ha- like not even honestly sometimes doing the shit like you do it and you're like damn it happened already like yeah. is that so like did it happen with the fighter like did you <laughs> you're like <Yeah>. wow <laughs> I'm here. Are you asking? 
Yeah, like, did it pass, like, really fast? Like, you feel like the time went really... Nah, see, I, I be so, so calm in the back, like, and it's all right, because... <laughs> and I be making fun of, the, like, uh, the, a lot of the other fighters, like, when I see them sometimes, because everybody is so... It's it's nervous energy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fear, and it's, that's expected. You ain't going there one-on-one. Gladiator style. Gladiator style, right? Yeah. So it's expected, but everybody yeah. back there got their tough face on. They rolling up the imaginary sleeves. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I'm in the back, and I'm always, <laughs> like, joking. Like, almost playing too much. You uh-huh. feel what I'm saying? I, I'm always like that. I'm always playing too much. And, like, I know to the point where I, I'm pretty – well, my coaches, uh, they never been nervous because they know me so well. But I know guys probably looked over, like, there's no way he about to go out there and win. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But as soon as I get to that ring, as soon as I walk to that walkout, the, the switch is flipped. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's already – it's over for you. It's over already. You see what I'm saying? You yeah. Already. No, I understand that because, like, I'm I'm very similar. Like, I'm a very jovial person. Like, yeah. I, like I'm nice. Like, I, I care about people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't like hurting people, but if I had to, I would yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, it was the same thing. I had a dad say that to me one time. Cause like our coach yelled at us. He's like, you guys are just dicking around too much. Like everybody, you guys are just so nice to each other. Mm-hmm. And then like, then I went out and wrestled and like, it was just one match. Like, and it, it, cause like I wrestled for four years. Like I didn't wrestle like my childhood or nothing. Like I wrestled from freshman year to my senior year. And it took me to about like halfway through my junior year to like, cause I got thrown to the wolves. Like, dude, like my senior year, I wrestled every state champion in each division from 1A to 4A. Like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I held my own some, but, like, I also got my ass kicked some, too. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, but the difference being is that, like, in those matches where I was, like, either evenly matched or even, like, not as good as some people, like, my coach, like, he had way more technical ability than you, but, like, for some reason, like, you just went out there and, like, you just Mm -hmm. did your fucking thing, and I was, like... I just wrestled, man. Like sometimes it's like it's just as simple as like, bro, you just you just gotta do it. Like not yeah. not the Nike shit, like not any of that. Like just physically, like okay, here's what I know. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna hit my moves as hard as possible. And like the one guy I came off the mat, and he was like, I like that. I saw you just over there, just like playing around and laughing and smiling. He said, yeah. as soon as you hit the mat, like that just like changed. Like you looked angry as shit. I was like, I gotta be, but now I'm happy. That's over. <laughs> like, but like it's just like that. It's like one of those things. Like everybody yeah. has their way of operating. Like yeah. I used to go out there, kids be. All that, yeah. All I that hate. I hated shit. that shit. That I did. I agree. Shit. I hate because I would be like, bro, like, stop. You look That's dumb. Spinning. I didn't want to look dumb. Like, I would warm up. I do my little jog. I bounce because my coach would warm up. So I get yeah. loose. I do my stretching. But I was just never the type to be at the. I was just never the type to be at the. Like, bro, like, sitting there screaming in the corner. Spend mad VC on all those pregame rituals. None on the skills. It's still a seventy overall. Talking about some, I'm gonna do a backflip. Yeah, that's a big shout out to my coaches too, Ron and Joey. They so heavy on like the basics and like the details of the basics, bro. Because you, you, I'm telling you, I know for a fact when people see me, they think of a brawler off rip. They think, oh yeah, he got a good minute of him. He probably can knock me out in a minute. But if any after a minute. He ain't doing shit, right? Right. But that's all. We drill the basics and we add details to the basics so much. You know what I mean? And 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 we worry about being technical. We worry about being tactical. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So I think that throw people off so much that I could go in there and really become a. I'm a. It tactician. seems like you guys are looking at it from a very different point of view than just let, let, yeah. let's go just win the fight. Let's yeah. go do what you know Julio does. Instead, they're like, no, like let's take down the basics. Let's get down everything that we know. Boy, they cause tighten down the hatches. Yeah. Like tighten down every fucking hatch that you see possible, and make sure that they're you're seal proof. One hundred percent, and that help when I see somebody and I, I I'm already picking apart little stuff and they basics like even in these stance. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's fighting with his chin up. 
you know, he got lead, keep that lead hand low. It's like I, I, them uh, putting the bases in us the way they do just already let it's us. It's second pick. nature. Yeah, You're not thinking about apart it anymore. When I see him, like, oh yeah, all his like all yeah, his bases, yeah, it's destroyed. Like this nigga, this shit is bad. You feel know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, your your fundamentals are terrible. Yeah, your like fundamentals is bad. One thing real quick. I want to ask, like, so what is, like, I know after, like, anything like that, that could be, like, stressful and even, like, you know, any type of practice or anything. Yeah. Or fight or the game or anything that people that do that has a lot of, like, um attention towards it. Yeah. It's a big thing. How do you decompress after that? It, Movies? At, like, what do you do? Right after the fight. And you can see... uh after the interview, the first thing I say to my coach is, yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> you know, I guess my body be like, I don't know. Cause like I, fight or flight. Yeah, I don't be feeling no pressure, but once the fight over, I just don't be wanting to be in the cage no more. You know what I mean? Like, I'm ready that's to when, go. That's probably when your nerves start to settle. You're yeah. like, I was calm and I, like, I've done it, but like, that's that shit hits you. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just a latent thing for you. It's yeah. like, it's the after effect. Yeah, I get that 100%. It's the only time I could touch my toes is before a fight. Mm. Only time. Like, if I try to get out and touch my toes right now, I can't do it. But the only it's time I touch too, my toes. like, muscles are too tight? I don't know. I don't know. what. It, I guess my Dude. body just know. Like, oh, no, yeah, it's, it's time to go. Let's loosen up yeah. as much as possible. It's the fight or flight response, and it's yeah. working for you, like, in your favor. It's like, because you already know, like, you said, there's no flight. Like, yeah. you're going to fight, and your yeah, body's like, fighting. fuck, I already know what we're getting into. <laughs> it's like, all right, we might as well help you out. I be wanting yeah. to get right out that motherfucker. As soon as I'm done, like, all right, let's go. I'm ready mm. to go home. Mm. So, no, uh, another thing is, too, like, I know that you said, like, you're comfortable with all styles, but, like, what is probably your favorite that you've learned so far? Like, is there anything, like, you're like, you know, I love striking. Like, if, yeah, if we like, were just doing this, if it was just, like, straight boxing or, like, even, like I said, like, Muay Thai or, like, a karate style where it's a little bit, like, more on feet, a little bit different um, yeah. from angles. I'd be lying if I ain't say boxing. I feel like boxing probably the most neglected in MMA because everybody think mm. a boxer is something like a punch hug. Like, oh, if he could punch, he's a boxer. Yeah. Didn't, didn't you didn't you used to box a while ago? Yeah, I, I, I was trying to start boxing, and that's how I wound up getting an MMA. MMA. Okay. Yeah, so. I was already sad. I, I always studied boxing. Even as a kid, like, before I even knew, before I ever walked in a boxing gym, I always studied it. You feel right. what I'm saying? And honestly, we, I mean, growing up, uh, you're about my age. You've yeah. seen the great fights, Manny Pacquiao, yeah. like, mm -hmm. all those guys. That, Canelo. Canelo. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, obviously, so I guess who... I mean, you know, like, we got Tank Davis, like, locally, but, like, who is, like, the person that you're taking most from, like, right now? Like, who that are you seeing, like, on a professional level? Obviously, you have your coaches yeah. who have done it, who have been there, but, I mean, yeah. like, is there any fighters in particular that you're, like, you know what, like, I'm picking up this for them, I just like that. Like, obviously, we talked a little bit about Bruce Lee before, like, we started this yeah. year. Like, I like his philosophies, yeah. kind of his approach to, like, just mixed martial arts in general. Um, yeah. So, I guess, is there any people that are really like a focal point that kind of like influenced you or like even inspired you to like take certain things um as as far as learning i always try to be like an empty cup so i always try to learn from every single body Absolutely. like even in that even in that card like it was guys in that card that wasn't that, that, that really ain't got good all-around skill set, but I can watch and learn something from them. Mm -hmm. Like, so, oh, shit, I like the way they came up on, like, the underkick. Like, how yeah. they, they didn't, their leg just came up. They didn't throw their hip. Yeah. There was no tell, like, yeah, so kind of those I things. I always make sure, like, I'm watching everybody. But as, like, a, as a specific right now, and this is something I've been finding myself doing a lot lately is I will watch something, I'll watch somebody who's good at something, and then, or, like, say, for example, so you ever hear somebody got, they say they got good chin? Mm -hmm. They never talk about that person's defense, though. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. they say they got good chance. They just eat a punch. Yeah, but they make it seem like they just eating punches. Mm -hmm. Like John Jones ain't never been dropped. So I just right. been studying John Jones in exchanges and see the his stuff he do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I like to watch people for what they not being uh celebrated for because they actually do like a lot of stuff good. It's not a lot of the about. little things, yeah. Yeah, a lot of the little things. I love to do that. When did that turn on for you? Like when did you start like seeing the game? 
for like things like that because obviously like I mean there, there's certain things like with sports I'm about to say I know Jordan probably experienced it with lacrosse because like yeah. he did that like for such a long time like yeah. when did the game start to like slow down for you you could see something you'd be like oh shit I've been doing it this way like maybe if I just approached it like that like because obviously yeah. like you said you're like a sponge right now you're absorbing so much but yeah. you can tell that you are a student and that you are learning this like yeah. you're you're seeing it happening and then you're applying it so like yeah. when did it become like that like at first, I bet you when you started, you're like, "Oh, I didn't see that this way." Yeah, but I, like, I will go back and watch stuff now mm-hmm. and see stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't. If if I could put a number on it, like probably like probably maybe like two years ago, I start taking books and writing, and I would write down all the techniques I see with mm. everything. I have a grappling section, wrestling section, Muay Thai boxing section. You know what I mean? If I if I learn some Dutch kickboxing, like anything, I, I would write stuff down, right. and then. My coach had put me in a position where, you know, once I started learning the basics good enough to the point where I could teach them, I'm teaching them now. So teaching them helped out a lot. Are you also, like, helping um, teach at the gym? Yeah, I teach uh, some classes Okay, at the awesome. Gym. So when I would teach, and now that you're really showing technique and you got to show it right, mm-hmm. and you see it done wrong or you see something done better, it's real easy to pick up on. Because he always told me that. He said, I want you to teach because it's going to help you learn better, too. I didn't know what he meant at first, but then I started realizing, like, I see exactly what he's saying. You know what I mean? No, that's awesome. And that's a great approach, too. Like, the mentor is, like, telling you, like, now you're going to mentor people. Yeah. Well, in a way, it's like you're kind of, like, learning the lesson a second time, and you're understanding it at such a deeper level than yeah. what they're even at, even than what you're teaching it as. Because you're looking at it from one point of view, and then someone goes, okay, now explain everything that you just learned mm-hmm. in, like, the layman layman terms mm-hmm. to these people and you have to be like okay and then you really have to critique of what the, what you're actually doing you yeah. know what i mean you have to process that that's a way bigger deeper level of iq than yeah te- like teaching someone how to do some shit is so hard <laughs> especially if it's technical a lot mm-hmm. of times i always heard that too like i had a my math oh. teacher used to say she was like you don't know shit until you can teach somebody else what you're doing like she yeah. literally said it to me just like that yeah. so like, you really don't know anything until you can teach somebody else because like and then I, and then later later in life it's just funny because like you know certain things like a teacher somebody else said to you just sticks with you. Yeah. Another guy said, "Bro, imagine you have somebody that can do a job. I'm not even listening to a podcast. So like, imagine you have somebody that can do a job. Like they're the only person that could do it. What use are they to me if like they're just doing this? But if they can't teach it to nobody, yeah. and like nobody else can do it. Like okay, we have this guy. He's super smart, but like." You're only one person that could do this. Great. You'll be a worker, but like, why would I promote them to management? Mm-hmm. I can't. They can't. What are they going to do? Like, they're not going to teach anybody. They're just going to end up doing the work for them. Yeah. Or so, like, people that, uh, people that parrot off information. I'm sure you've, you've, you've probably seen you know, people, and I'm not that every. I'm sure there's lazy fighters out there that don't, they don't want to practice it. There's, there's lazy everybody out there. Yeah. And you could definitely probably tell with how, you know, I mean, you, you said it yourself. I see the technique. I see I see mm-hmm. what you're lacking and I see what you're not practicing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you can kind of see that. And um, it's definitely interesting what Corey said earlier about, like, when you learned how to do that. Like, the, the flow state of everything. Yeah. Like, not that when when did it happen, but, like, I want to ask, like, when when were moves becoming like fluid like you know what you i mean because obviously you like i i trust me i've hit a couple bags before and yeah. you, you realize how heavy that fucking bag is you're like jesus I hit back. <laughs> yeah hit back my wrist <laughs> like when did it become like like where it didn't feel like i'm not imposter syndrome because yeah but like i i felt when that you feel like you weren't necessarily pretending I guess. you were like uh, yeah i'm here i'm I'm real like this is like I like obviously you said it was your coach is telling you too but like yeah. when did you see it like yourself like not nah, like this is like it's just raw like this I can do this start to feel it I start to feel like when my coach would say something like he'd tell me back then he'd tell me so uh I'd be doing something and he'd add a tweak to it to just make it better like so for example if we sticking with the jab it'd be you know like 
lock out your lat. He'd tell me lock out my lat all the time, mm. right? And I would be so like. Frustrated. What do you mean, lock out my leg? Yeah, yeah I'll be frustrated. It. Yeah, I'm but now he can tell <laughs> he can tell me add a little detail now though, and I can just do it because I know you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was a big part. Of it. I think a big, I think it's two parts of it. It's like a it's like a real like like ten thousand reps is real. I think you know what I mean. I don't know. You call it ten thousand reps, ten thousand hours. Uh, they say uh, yeah. Some people call it like dexterity too. Yeah. They say that with a guitar. Like if you play guitar enough, like you could develop what they call finger dexterity. Yeah. To where it be just naturally it's feels easier. The art of mastering something. Yeah. Like you've mastered after you put your ten thousand hours. And yeah. for some people, it's like it might not necessarily be ten thousand hours. It might be like he said, ten thousand repetitions. Yeah. Or once you do something, basically it's like once you do something so much, yeah. and like a golden standard could be like ten thousand hours, right? Yeah. At a minimum. Them, you're going to be an expert at this whether yeah. or not you're the best or not that great yeah. you're gonna have Levels your perfect form exactly <laughs> then like like if you're sitting out here like okay i'm gonna throw a jab versus me like all right i'm gonna throw a jab you know what i mean it's just gonna it's just gonna look different like i ain't never boxed can i hit somebody like yeah, yeah we always did as kids but that that's don't, the don't mean nothing about, yeah it don't mean nothing about the fighting about combat because combat sport is when i'm training it, it ain't just about training it i want to train it right you know yes. what i mean I use this example all the time when I'm talk, when I'm coaching. So, you know, y'all remember Ryan Garcia for Javante Davis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, Ryan Garcia not a bad boxer. Mm-hmm. He's fast. He's strong. He's power, yeah, he's absolutely. Got all that, right? But he is fast with just not good technique, though. Right. Like, his technique, his body, like, he, he going to get away with it because his athletic abilities and stuff like that. Like, if he catches you. Like yeah, it's about that's, yeah. that's drilling bad technique, though. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so, you're like, so many repetitions, but, like, if it's a wild punch, yeah, a wild punch is a wild like punch. Yeah, you're building, you're build, you're making a strong bad habit, basically. Yeah. Like that's gonna get exploited by somebody. Super habit. If, if somebody is athletic as mm-hmm. you, but got the right technique, they're gonna exploit it. Like I feel like that's a big reason why I take one. Well, and then it's an even fatter curve. Learning it unback, you have to unlearn that. Unlearn shit. it, yeah. It's ten and then times worse. Build it right back. It's ten and times I, worse yeah, to try to fix that. Long ass time so, to do that. Sorry. Yes. No, no, you're fine. So like, here, here's my favorite part about fighting. Because we talked a lot about striking everything else. What is your philosophy on like defense? Like, how are you approaching like defensive tactics, everything else? I feel like defense probably the strongest part of my game. I feel like defense, like it has to be. Um, put it this way: when I first started watching anything combat, it was like Muhammad Ali and Floyd Mayweather. You feel what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. So I always been intrigued by that part of the game, like defensively, even not getting hit. Yeah, even on like takedown, like my takedown defense, like any type of defense, I always liked a lot. Cause it's like you know it's a it's me showing you you can't do what you want. That's right. demoralizing. Mm-hmm. I want to demoralize you before yeah. I get you out of there. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, Break down that character. I love defense. I like on all aspects on uh, footwork as far as just simply stepping away from people. Mm-hmm. I like the block. I like the slip shot. Like you know what I mean? Finding patterns and see the openings and slip and counter. Yeah, yeah. Defense it. counter. Defense counter. I love mm-hmm. defense. Like even even in my fight, I'm at my fight. I was really offensive, but. Like, well, I just think about people like obviously because the biggest names right now. Like you think about somebody like McGregor. Like yeah, he had some solid defense, but yeah. I mean like he's offensive minded. Like you yeah. can see how he attacked. Or like for uh, another like Sugar Sean O'Malley. Like Sean O'Malley is very like like I'm telling you, he has some defense, but he's an offensive tactician. Like he's just constant go go go. Like all right, we're gonna throw this punch. We're gonna kill. Like he well, bombards you. I think too. Yeah. I think what Julio is also adding to is the people that can it's not the shots that you don't like like it's like like you said earlier it's not the shots that you see them taking or like them like dodging all the time too it's a lot of stuff like you it's mundane like yeah. them cutting off the side of the ring like Sean O'Malley was doing that to Al Jermaine the whole fight yeah. where he was just making sure he was in that center of the ring and that was his defense from being taken yeah, down it was stuff like that like dragging people into stuff like traps that's a word yeah. I understand for a long time 
the setup. Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand the setups and traps. Like I'm dragging you into this, and then I'm gonna make you comfortable coming into this, mm-hmm. and then you are gonna think that it's safe when you coming into it until it's not. Chess match. You're waking up, right? Mm-hmm. That's defense. Um, and like you say with Conor McGregor, or he a he type of guy that weaponizes offense for defense, because then if yeah. you hit somebody, they can't hit you back. Yeah. So like, so I think defense defense is the key point of the game. What they used to say, the best offense offense, wins games, defense wins championships. I think defense is like super important in every sport, Mm -hmm. but especially in fighting though. Like, imagine that. Imagine, it ain't nothing more demoralizing than missing a shot. Like, you miss a hard shot, bro, it gets you tired. And if you get cracked after that, that's why you see counter shots do so much damage to people. Yeah. They missing a, a heavy shot, and they're getting caught right they at They exerted all their kinetic energy. Yeah. yeah. And they're just getting fucking slammed with more. Yeah, they already <laughs> just had an output, and then they got input. Him. It's all about, like, I, in my mind, he's there the whole time. He's going to be here for this punch. And you throw that punch, and he's not there. And you just got hit with some shit you ain't seen. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Exerted. You basically exhausted all your gas at that point. You've exhausted all your gas. So you got eight arms, bro. Um, one, one more thing I want to uh, ask. So, like... What is what is your cheat meal? I'm assuming that you have a strong diet. What is like your go-to cheat meal, bro? Like, is it pasta? Like, what is it? A I'm, good breakfast? I love a good breakfast. See, lately I've been like, I found like, remember I was talking about flow states with other things. Mm. I found that with my diet too, because I'd be like Ooh. so upset with myself when I eat something I'm not supposed to. But I, if I if I did, I had to pick one. It had to be like some Jamaican food, probably like Ooh. oxtails or something, bro. <laughs> that should be good as shit. All right, so look, um. <laughs> Bro, there's this place. It's in Brooklyn. It's in South Baltimore, bro. Yeah. Like I, because like when I did my routes and I worked in the city, it's just oh, I can't. Like literally, it, the, it's by a barbershop called the Styling Zone. But like when I tell you that Jamaican spot, I can't even think of the name of it, bro. Like I had, because <laughs> the kid I was with, he called it Plankton's. I was like Plankton. I was like I'm eating Plankton. It was plantains. Yeah. But like <laughs> I never had a plantain before in my life, bro. Like I've had curry. Like I had jerk chicken. I love some jerk chicken. Yeah. I tell you this place busting. I will find it and I will put you on, bro. Like if you, yo, I'm trying to tell you, like. I don't know what they do to the chicken when before like they they make the jerk chicken. But I remember Javel's mom used to be like prepping it for like a straight minute. All kinds of like yeah, all the spices and smells. Secrets in Ocean City. It'd be too. wild. They have amazing jerk chicken. For real? Yeah, Secrets in Ocean City has amazing jerk chicken. I gotta go out there, bro. I only been to Ocean City like once my whole life. Really? Not that man. crazy, bro. I uh, especially being so close I, it's not the first i've heard that because people like i know people that lived here and they'd be like bro i've never been to ocean city bro we just go to like obviously in other area people like, oh we just go to florida i'm like all right lucky whatever or pe- mm-hmm. people would be like no we go up to new jersey i'm oh, like ass yeah i only go to atlantic city yeah. i actually went to atlantic city i was disappointed bro but that's because i was like i just didn't realize it was like i didn't care i just didn't realize i was like just in the hood i was like right, so i'm back shit. at home I was just like, I'm literally little back at home. Bottom, little bottom on that shit literally. The same shit. I went outside, they were just rolling, they were shooting dice. I'm like, damn, so Whoa. we just we just home now. Like I was like, this is not a vacation. Like I just left from what I was at yeah. to where I was going. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't care. I was cool. Like the people were cool. They were nice. They were just shooting dice. Like obviously don't fuck with them, but like I was already saying, <laughs> and everything is old. Like their buildings are all old. Like they're all from like straight seventies or eighties. Like, like we got good weed, good weed. And then like they were like, we got other too. More than half of New Jersey has not updated their buildings since like yeah. the seventies or eighties. You could yeah, tell. Yeah, up. it was a fire hazard. And then, like, just, like, <laughs> you look over the block, it was just, like, skyscrapers, the fucking Atlantic, like, nice-ass, like, hotels and stuff. And you're, like, this is all just crammed right into the same little area. So it's cool. Like, it really is, like, a, it's nice. But just the part I was in, people were like, oh, you should just went two streets up. I'm like, mm-hmm. two streets up for what, bro? I was like, I walked to the beach. There was just, like, trash and pigeon shit everywhere. Yeah. That's, so, like, it kind of just pissed me off. But, like, I was, because everybody's like, oh, this is the best time you ever have. I just, I, I should have tempered my expectations. 
I, I treat that philosophy with life. Like, I just don't have expectations for anything because then you're either going to be let down or surprised. And either way, like, you just got to approach it that way. When I was a kid, bro, I used to do that. All the, I used to have expectations and stuff. Like, it'd be long stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, for like, real. It'd be like, yes. say, you no. you tell me, like, all right, we about to go visit my grandparents or something. Yeah. So the whole time I got this uh, image of what your grandparents' house looked like, and I'd be disappointed if the house ain't look like that. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying, bro. So I, just I had, don't that yeah. had that same I don't issue. Yeah. had that same issue. don't expect shit. Oh, yeah. She'd be like, yeah, dude, like, we got, a, like, a nice basketball court there. It's all nice and everything. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. nice. I like, imagine the NBA basketball court in my yeah. fucking mind. We go there, it's a good <laughs> basketball court, but ain't what I thought it was. Ripped and ripped net, the yeah. <laughs> tri- double rim. You're like, Jesus, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, I'm going to say, well, I know that we've talked a lot about fighting, too, but I also wanted to ask, like, on a personal level, like, how are things going for you? Like, how are you approaching life? Are you doing anything, like, I was, like, as a hobby because, like, obviously though this is like something that you're like constructed to like you're dedicated to this is your craft like yeah. we're more than just our vocation we're more than just like our what our purpose sometimes or our calling isn't even sometimes our sole purpose you yeah, know what i mean so 100%. like where, what are you focused on in life on the outside like how are you like approaching like just your own mental health your own like sanity uh if i'm being honest as cliche as it sounds like i say everybody be saying this shit every every fighter say this but i like, I didn't got into that state where it's like, if it ain't about fighting, like, I almost feel like I'm wasting time. So, like, in my rest, though, I go out, mm-hmm. socialize a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I used to, like, playing a game, and I used to, like, doing a lot of stuff. But it's like, now it feel like I'm, like, it, the window for this is, is not huge. You feel what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. It's so, like modeling or something. Yeah. So, it was like, if I if I had something where it was, like, a 10-year a or 8-year plan, like, being a doctor or something like that, mm-hmm. then I would have time to, because to, I got time. You know what yeah. I mean? Time is all I got. But... With this is like I feel like I gotta be so, so focused, so obsessed with it that mm-hmm. it, it, it really don't bring time for nothing else. And it's not that it's not like depressing me in no way. No, I get you. It's not draining you. Yeah, I but feel like, like I'm a hit of the pack. Like, cause I know for a fact that every every fighter not thinking like that. Right. I know the competition got other stuff going on. You know what I mean? That's you're just in your Kobe mode right now. You're like, yeah. all right, get up. We're gonna do this. Like, yeah, you're absolutely gonna grind. I, so like. You find solstice in like your family and your friends. Then yeah. like that's where you get your reprieve. I, I almost like I, I thrive off saying like that, that, that. I know they got something else they got to do because mm-hmm. all I do is this. Absolutely. Like, so I'm already ahead in in a sense. See what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I was about to say. So yeah, I'm happy to see you. I'm happy that you're doing well. Same thing you know, Corey said. Like literally, like double chant. Double chant. <laughs> yeah, double chant. Like many more to come. Yeah, I was ready to say many more to come, and I'm I'm just um. Like, not a lot of people, like, a lot of times when you see people, like, they're like, damn, dude, what the fuck are they doing? Like, yeah. but when you see somebody do some good shit, you're like, you have to congratulate that. You have to reward that. And I'm just glad that you come on and give us the time to talk all the time. No, I'm glad y'all had me, bro. Really Hell yeah. Am. It's good right. just to see y'all too, like y'all say, bro. Good friends and see y'all and familiar faces, you know what I mean? And to see y'all doing something pushing. Bro, that, that helped me so much more to see y'all pushing for something, too. That's what, what I mean? I'm saying. It's like a beneficial that's relationship. Even, like, me inspiration. Yeah. Like, that's what's, like, just even, like I said, like, knowing you as a kid, like, seeing, like, boom, like, people shooting up and just doing shit. I'm like, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, thank you. Like, it's good. It's productive. Because, like, I'm always, I've always been the type of person that's been, like, I always think, like, I wonder what, I wonder what, like, they're going to do. I wonder what happened to them. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just, I just or, be thinking about shit. I, that's I how I approach it. Like. Want, or like that too like yeah, I wonder what like what all those like things to win a championship or yeah. I like and then you could you see oh I see oh Julio just did that so mm-hmm. it is possible to do something that's beyond like what you thought was possible yeah beyond the realm of possibilities like, you're putting on for all of us too yeah and the younger kids too the younger yeah. generation this feel like a, it feel like this is just like the beginning this not even the beginning of what's going in the future 
both of our situations could be so much bigger and then this yeah. just yeah. we could look back this at is our old, new hope. Yeah, we yeah, look yeah. back at like a, remember we did them podcasts in your room, you know what I mean? Yeah, we yeah. doing it at, you got a whole studio and we doing it and we that's, celebrate that's the goal. different stuff. You know what I mean? USC. So, yeah, that's what That's I'm the saying. goal, man. I'm trying to be like you know how like our future was like they're like all their friends were from different areas. Like, yeah, we just started rapping when we were kids and now look at us. Yeah. Like we're all doing different stuff, yeah, bro. Tyler the Creator said he made Yonkers out of a Tyler Crater said he made Yonkers out of a like a minute a beat he made in like five to like eight minutes like just yeah. like as like a funny like parody of how New York rappers sound. That's crazy. Come to find out, that's the one thing that blows him up. It's like wow. And then he's like, I hate Yonkers. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> hate Yonkers. <laughs> it's like it's nice, but like I hate it. Like, but no, that's what I'm saying. Like we'll all have those things, bro. It's like and it's just trial and error, it's just doing something. And that's something even I'm learning like now. Like and it's crazy. Like um being in positions I was like just putting your foot forward and just doing something with the best thing you can do is just something. And like, I've been at my life because like how I deal with situations like on stress, like we all deal with situations like very different. Like when we're absolutely at our, at our peak level of stress, when I'm at my peak level of stress, dude, I get conflict avoidant. I know I have to face it though, mm -hmm. but it's like, it's so easy to like run away from things. Yeah, so like, but I know that I need to dip out for a second. I need to get my mind right. And then I know, but like, I know I can't be there long. Yeah. That's the thing. I just, I know, I know how I deal with like conflict, but I know I can't be there long. Cause like, I'm not the type of person to be like, you I'm just going to cuss this person out. Cause I'm like, we're never going to get anything resolved. Or I'm, I'm not going to do this. Like I have, yeah. I have to retreat like on my Jesus. Like I got to like go up into the mountains by myself. No, no partners, no disciples, nothing. Yeah. I'm like, once I'm there for a little bit, figure this out all right, now we can walk. Like, you know what I mean? Let's go forward with a plan. Like, but I, I need that, like, alone time. I need to be able to run away from things yeah. sometimes because it's like, what are you going to do? But at the same time, I also learned if I run for too long, I'm only going to have to take all those steps back, do everything do I had everything. to do anyway, yeah. and then go forward. That's so it's like... I, when, that, when, it's, when that shit hurt, when anything hurt to me, when anything, I'm talking about emotionally, mentally, mm -hmm. physically, I try to always just, like, head first. It. Like, that's what I be trying to do. Just let's go there. Cause like I said, it ain't. There's only one way to come out the other side, and that's stronger. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's only one way to come out that other side. If you don't make it out the other side, you wasn't cut to make it out the other side. Then. Right. Yeah. Got to read. Yeah, you on a different path. But if you go ahead first and you like, you know, the inevitable is making it out the other side. If you know that in your mind, like I'm making it through regardless. I think a lot of it has to do with the mindset thing, yeah, and it's everything. like the mindset and like the soul will tell you when something's not for you. I feel like. That's yeah. why I think it's something that's developed too. Yeah, like. Some people have it. Some people have it, but like there's people that forsake it too. So that's why I think it's developed. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we did a long. This was like an hour. I don't even know. I haven't checked. I haven't. About about, about an hour. Forty nine point five minutes. Okay. <laughs> well, um, it was good having you on. Like we said again. Thank you. Let's get Thank a little point. Yeah. yeah. Now we have video. <laughs> yeah. Working on it. Yeah, we're trying. It's the signs of wine podcast. I'm not drunk. Sure. With your host, Jordan Tucker. I'm tired of everyone calling me. This is Jordan Tucker, your host of the Signs of Wine podcast. And thank you for listening. If you want to find more of the Signs of Wine podcast, be sure to look us up on Instagram at either Jordan Tucker or Signs of Wine. Thank you once again for listening, and we will be back with the next episode of the Signs of Wine podcast.